0: On the Ridge by Mark Nepo, we can grow by simply listening. The way that tree on the ridge listens with its branches, right into the sky. The way blood listens its flow to the sight of a wound. The way you listen like a basin, when my head, so heavy with grief, can literally not even look you in the eye. The way we can listen our way out of howling, The way the heart can soften that wolf we keep hidden inside. The way we last here by simply listening. The way the roots listen for that next centimeter of earth, the way the oldest turtle, the oldest sentient creature, perhaps here, listens itself into its shell. So I'm going to take this microphone and move with it. It helps this profound, extremely profound introvert in me be a public speaker and a martial artist. I'm on an extremist position of introvert on all those kind of tests. Um, and yet I've really, really worked and trained, you know, if if anything is linear on this planet, if there is an introversion to extroversion, I feel like everything is really circular, but I have developed that. Um, I've even developed the martial art form of sweating profusely from a state of calm, which actually doesn't have a bad scent. So I'm really, I'm feeling good that it's it's not stinky. Just to give you a se- you know, full sensory share experience from up here. Um... I purposely f- wrote three bullet points on what I'm gonna talk about from a parable kind of place. Love that word, parable. Like even parable brings to mind like some of our master martial artists throughout time. Most of my favorite teachers and anyone, Brad, Chris, it's partially why I handpicked them to kind of be you know, the full body crutches that I can stand up here and cry and weep and sweat. Um, because they do. When, when we watch anyone that helps astonish us into like, how do they do that? You know, anyone that's just like delivering their service from that place of just, this is who I am. Anyone that keeps me calm is like a master teacher for me. And literally that's what the, the body of whole health, whether it be martial arts, the healing, I mean, 6,000, 10,000, however long there's been martial artists. There's been a monk school edge to that, which is how do we keep what's sacred safe? And also martial arts is all about, like, what is the most sacred place we live on the, on the planet? Our body. So the first little nugget of parable is food is medicine that's the title of this bullet point food as and so a lot about food sound even comes and goes cuz like sound is so preverbal like food is so based on preverbal stuff didn't we have like a pretty mainstream like wow everybody's kind of taking care of the food thing for me here or not like the 40 to 60,000 plus children that are dying like that Every day. Wow, there but by grace go I. That's all part of that martial art form, like how do I sit comfortably, really soothe this terrified infant that in truth we all are. It's a little bit of a shock to the system to come onto this planet, a little bit. Even the best birthing scenario was like, wow, that was a lot of work. And yet, in ancient theories, like the food that we take in as sustenance at its purest form is one of four of the food groups. They call it nutriments in Buddhism, they call it uh, prana in Ayurveda, but it's like one of the four wings. The other ones are, I want to make sure that when there's only one finger up, it's the right one. Um, Humor is a food group, but the first one is food. The second wing of those four is all of what our senses take in. Sound, sight, feeling, um, how to stay calm in the midst of like recovering from, even that sensation of how to soothe self is a part of that sensational food group. The third one is volition. I love that. What drives us in the world is a quarter of our food group. I love that. I mean that's a major yum. So what am I driven by if it, if everything else is gone? What drives me? That's my food group. That's like that's when I look at that woman that like lives on how many dollars a month and like more than a third of that, and like wow, that woman is a dojo master. That's me in Kirkland. Like she makes more money than I do based on and yeah, okay, that's my background stress that I'm always soothing myself through, right? And then the, the fourth one is consciousness itself. like, uh, And they all feed into it. The food, the sensation, my drive feeds literally the, the loam that I'm growing out of. and And so it goes. It's like the compost. Even the stuff that's just worn me down to a nub, like the brain injury I had eight years ago. I was already a head injury specialist in how to recover from head injury. And then, boom, I had a brain injury that took me down to nothing. I couldn't even soothe my body, so I got to relearn from the ground up, literally, how do I keep myself out of major debilitating PTSD just to sit up in the morning I'd spend about four hours just to sit my body up calmly so I could go see some traumatized clients and then go home and sleep for first couple years. It was about 13 to 15 hours. And to keep enough muscle on my body to be able to walk. So that's that's the morsel, just to kind of help you feel into that unconditional lighthouse that everything sources, everything we've been through, not just that, you know, have you ever seen on the planet like how happy is is kind of how we define joyful? Have you ever noticed that? Maybe even more in our Western cultures than others. But joy is so full-bodied. It brings in everything. Like it brings in the, wow, what I've lived through even helps me like weep when I see Chris just like masterfully lay these down in a way that I just couldn't do. It's like a simple task, but... You know, it's, it's like what helps us keep each other even inspired to unflinchingly hold joy, no matter what. So the second little morsel is called Amalthea, or Amalthea, depending on how you pronounce that. Um, she is a Greek goddess and she was, in some version, she's a goat, but she's a goddess of tender nurturing, nourishment, and she um, foster-loved Zeus, which was quite the feisty little babe. So I even love that image that I crossed the ocean in a sailboat called the Tender Nurturing Goddess. That, um, the reason I share this with you is because I... At that point, it was my dream to sail across the ocean, like, wow, I'm living the life, you know, it was all, but I was with like three alcoholic men, some of whom like would point rifles for fun and make me jump in. It was like, okay, aren't we all kind of living in a type of war zone wherever we are? How do you fund a balance and calmness in the face of that if there's nothing besides spam left on board? Okay, I'm gonna hide a couple oranges just in case. But, you know, so there was one night where the storm was so huge that I just could not calm myself. Like we had all these positions set up, and when you go into like major force scale, you tighten everything down, you turn the boat off, and you just let it bounce around, and you hope that the boat is worthy. And it's amazing. Every day we walk a miraculous path of this body is seaworthy in every kind of weather. Wow, I mean you can stand in a room where everyone's bullying you. I've had that experience, has anyone had that experience? Or like you actually have the the privilege, if you ever have this experience to be privileged enough to be the only minority of something in a room, I do wish that for you. I know it's a challenge in in our neck of the woods, but when that happens, it literally funds a character that we don't get to find otherwise. And nature does that. The earth just like funds our character like, whoa. The only way I can live through something and not become my worst enemy inside, literally set down the guns and stop bullying myself, is to relax. And the minute I let go, I could have even just been eight minutes of terror, but I could not relax. I could have literally—I think I probably would have had a heart attack. And suddenly, my body just took over. And the ocean is like—they even send people out in the ocean to train them how to have babies, just to let your body take over. And I just finally was able to relax. I sobbed. I forgave my dad. It was like, I couldn't even remember. And we tossed around for 25 more minutes. And I literally had that fiery, like, Ooh, you know. Do any of you ever, like, brace against tension? I know you never do. But if you look at your posture, your knees, like, this is all part of what you know martial arts does, is like, even being able to notice, wow, I am totally in fight or flight. Sometimes we don't even notice, we're just standing there in line going, hurry up, I need to get someplace. Or my new favorite one is this, if I'm sitting at a stoplight just enjoying the sky for a millisecond, if it turns green, there'll be like 15 people that you know are sitting like this, what is she doing? And it's like you know their knees are braced, right? And they gotta get to an important meeting and then they may, they just may bully each other. Or it may even be like a global summit meeting. Hmm. But I, I promised I wasn't going to get into politics here. So that's, that's that nugget. The last nugget um, is really walk in that. Okay, that's all, that's all kind of nice. Um... You know, even just the word pulpit, that's why I I didn't want to even stand, even though we have such UU-style pulpits here, but, like, somewhere in there, if you turn the word pulpit upside down and shake it around the way our master future dojos, our dojo masters did, is, like, there's, there's pupil in there somewhere. When I'm really a student of the holiest law there is, which is I'm here to tend to this and that infant that needs swaddling no matter what that's oh wow that's my job and um i think it was right after i got on facebook i got on facebook maybe four weeks after that head injury car accident. And I actually took that white belt training while I was so thoroughly concussed that I, they were teaching me mostly just by body. They would take me as separate away and work with me just with their bodies. They didn't want to use words because they thought, no, it's, we don't want to even have her up there being verbal. So we just rolled around on the floor a lot. And, and I was like, wow, I really miss doing creative things with people. And out of the blue, someone said, I love the things you say when you're at parties. Would you mind just sending me quotes and I'll send you back a visual? So we did this volley and sometimes I'd be laying down and just calling him and saying, this came to me in the embryo pose this morning in yoga. And it would just come when I could just really relax myself. I just get like a line. And that's, I know this is how Brad writes music. He's similar if you don't mind me But he he is similar um, just in personality, the cosmos of what he he is a lot of introvert. And like he says, it's one of my favorite quotes, the songs he sings and writes, he writes because he has to. Like, that's what joy does. It's busty, it's robusty, it's just full. It's the lotus that grows out of anything and it's one of the purest flower tones. Like, lotus is super rare. And it grows out of the just the muck. So it's like, wow. And this this was the line. And I loved that I could just toss it to him and he'd bring, bring back an image that even healed me looking at it. I just stare at that image sometimes. Like, right, that's how I'm going to stand in front of church and not only be joy, but see it. Let my own words actually nourish me. So I wanted to share that gift with you and all of what it brings with it in my body, like the fact that the first time I came here, I walking up these three steps was really a challenge. The first time I served as celebrant, I was still getting used to wearing glasses, and I had so much dyslexia, just reading a sentence was just... So a lot of times that's why I don't write out the whole sermon, it's like I'm still getting on board with how, how would I even follow that and re- really do it from here. So um, I really didn't have a sense of exactly what I was gonna share, but that's part of what I was commanded to do with this topic when it came in. I'm like, I'm supposed to talk about that? So thank you for helping me grow so much. I cried and laughed and did a whole lot of things this week in preparation. And um, it's part of what I love about living this upside down why. <laughs> um, kind of like that, I just got that today with the kids. It is a little bit like an upside down why with the other end just coming right off the heart of divine law. And we, we gather levels of generosity in the people that come here in a way that reminds me that we really can do everything and we're here for the long haul. We're really always walking each other home